Welcome to Alchemergy. My name is Dennis William Hauk, and together we will explore the ancient mysteries of alchemy. In this lesson in the series, we're going to discuss the enflorage process. Enflorage is a French word meaning literally from the flowers. It's a medieval process that dates from a time when people were very close to nature, very close to animals, and it's a peculiar mixture of both the animal kingdom and the plant kingdom in that uh, animal fats are used to extract the essences of the plant kingdom. It's a beautiful marriage actually between the animal and the plant that had great significance to the alchemist. In this process you'll notice as we go through it that the emphasis is not on measurement as in more scientific distillations like fractional distillations and chemical distillations. Uh, it's a process where the experience and the feelings that you get uh, from the enfilage process is what counts. Um, the enfilage is the basis of the whole perfume industry and the great mysteries of French perfumery um, had a great deal to do with this connecting with the process and not trying to make it a scientific process but to make it an intuitive and naturally evolving process. Uh, perfumeries uh, were places of artistic work and not necessarily industrial. So that's the attitude here in this process to get into the mix of oils, to get into the plant and the textures and smell of the plant and even into the animal fat and the, and the sometimes gross aspects of the animal products we'll be working with. Now one thing to remember in this process, and I always get uh, comments from people, uh, especially vegans and people like that who don't want to have anything to do with animal fats, and yet the animal fat uh, is an essential part of this process. And the, the misunderstanding actually comes from a misunderstanding of the whole distillation process. Distillation is a purification of the uh, essential oils, to bring out the essential oils. It's a purification process, and although we're using the animal fat to extract um, the essential oil of the flowers, we're, that is gone, that becomes uh, the dregs and the leftover part of the experiment and what comes over in the distillation uh, end of the experiments is pure plant essences. So it has an esoteric significance to it that was quite well known in the Middle Ages and quite often discussed by alchemists. And it is this idea of resurrection and rebirth from the gross world into the spiritual world. The instant you pick a flower, it stops producing uh, aromatic oils. Uh, basically, a flower is a machine to pump aromatic oils into the air to attract bees and whatever else nature had in mind. When you pick that flower, that whole process ends instantly at that point. The flower dies and is now a dead uh, body, a dead matter. And the only thing that survives in that flower is its essence, its essential oil. Now, that oil is put through a, a process of uh, putrefaction, as the alchemist called it, uh, fermentation, and by exposing it to the animal fat, the gross oils and the unspiritual oils of animal fat, um, we use that as what the alchemist called a menstruum, a temporary uh, medium to bring forth the new life on a higher level. So it's really a process of resurrection. The flower has died, but its essence, or that soul of the flower, still survives and is rescued by this process of rebirth, by this gross process of decay 
and exposure to uh, gross elements, and then brought up through distillation, which is really an ascending process in alchemy, uh, and brought to the conclusion where it's pure spirit, pure oil, pure essential oil, the essence of that plant, just like the essence of an individual when he dies, uh, is the soul that survives. And, and indeed, oil is soul in, in alchemy. I'm going to take a moment now to review the entire enfilage process. Uh, it's a seven-step process that begins, of course, with the collection of the biomass materials. In our case, we've used the orange tree as an example, and we've collected the orange blossoms from the tree. The blossoms produce an oil called neroli oil, N-E-R-O-L-I, and it's popular throughout the world for its perfumey and flowery uh, odor. If we'd use the leaves from the orange tree, we were to produce pettigrain oil, P-E-T-T-I-G-R-A-I-N, uh, which is a pungent oil used for medicinal purposes uh, throughout the uh, world, very popular too. And of course, if we use the peelings from the orange tree, we would have produced orange oil, uh, useful for its cleaning properties, antiseptic properties. So the orange tree actually pr provides us with a lot of uh, medicinal herbs, a lot of useful oils, and uh, is, is very popular uh, to use in, uh, in the enfilage process. Uh, the second part of the uh, processes, of course, setting up the unit, just simply bringing together all the apparatus, uh, going through the trouble of finding a place to do it, uh, kitchen table, garage, wherever. Uh, it's good to have a central location where everything can be handy because it's a, a continuous process or th that does require your attention and presence. Um, we bring together the double boiler system, the heater, um, hot plate or stove, um, and the distilling apparatus, um, whether homemade or bought, and um, spatulas uh, and bowls and things like that, everything handy at one place. And the next part, of course, is beginning the enfilage process itself, which is basically setting up the double boiler or the, um, the, the heat-proof vessel with uh, the lard uh, or animal fat within the vessel and melting it down at a low temperature, um, slowly melting it down so it isn't scorched or, or heated too strongly. And that is the beginning of it. The enfilage process, which is the next step, uh, doesn't really begin until the flower blossoms are added to the oil. That's when the extraction and the actual enfilage process um, begins. And that goes on for about an hour. And we let, that, uh, we let those oils be extracted by the emulsifier uh, animal fat oils and it all takes place within the vessel then within about an hour. And the fifth step is actually extracting those oils that are combined with the lard, uh, extracting the aromatic oils that were after of the orange blossom. And we do that through the distillation process by adding the uh, alcohol spirit to the, to the uh, oil that we've squeezed out of the uh, um, container in the vessel and uh, bringing that together in the distillation process, which is the, the next step in this process. And the distillation is a, a, a higher heat process. The, the oils are transferred over um, through a process of they connect with the alcohol spirit and are ra raised up in the process and transferred over into the, uh, the cooler collecting vessel. So once we have the oils, we've, we've collected them uh, in, a, in a vessel, in a uh, container, uh, a vial, test tube. Uh, that's the final step in this process, um, the seventh step, which is really um, if we have a lot of moisture in our product, uh, 
Um, there'll be hydrosol mixed with the oils. Uh, if there isn't, there'll be just a few drops of oil there. And in any case, it may be necessary to separate out the oil one more time uh, in our collection unit by using an eyedropper to take the oils off the top of the water if there is any, or simply collecting them and storing them as we produce more and more oils to, uh, to reach the quantity we're after. Now, basically, if we, over, if we look over the entire process um, of the enfourage, we see the, the principles of alchemy played out uh, in, in, in a kind of medieval way. It's very precise process. It's a go-with-the-flow type thing. It's follow your intuition. It's follow accidents. If you spill some petals or oils, don't worry about it. Uh, continue uh, with the process. And it's the process that counts, not the measurement or, or trying to stick with any um, set pace or time schedule, anything like that. We also see in this uh, experiment the levels of uh, alchemy, the principles of alchemy expressed, uh, the tria prima or the three principles, the three supernals as it's called, the three principles of reality that are present on all levels of reality, uh, body, mind, and spirit. And we see in the oils the uh, what's called the sulfur of the plant, uh, the soul of the plant, its energetic essence that is immortal and continues through time. And we're retrieving that soul, that immortal essence, through the process of distillation. And so uh, sulfur in the plant alchemy is uh, the oil of the plant. Mercury is the intermediary that brings over the, um, the soul or, or is the spirit that rises up the soul and, um, and resurrects it in a sense. Mercury is that thing in, in between the above and the below that gives us our hope of transformation and uh, our hope of saving the essences over time. So mercury in this case is of course alcohol, the spirit of alcohol, which is used as a menstruum or some temporary uh, combination uh, ingredient that uh, combines with the element and brings it up uh, to the new state. And finally, the, the more obvious uh, uh, part of the experiment that the chemists work with is simply the, the salt or the material itself, the matter itself, with no spiritual um, components considered. It's, it's the dregs of the experiment at the end of the experiment. It's the depleted flower blossoms that we discard. It's the ashes of experiments. It's the body, the leaves, the stems that are left over after we've extracted the oil. It's the body that is returned to the earth, returned to dust, and, and that kind of idea. So there's a lot in the enfourage process, a lot of alchemical uh, symbolism, a lot of uh, uh, history, and, uh, and a lot of you goes into the experiment too. And that's something you can experiment with to see how your attitude and how your um, philosophy at the time and how pure you feel you are, or even the day of the week, the, the planets in the sky. There's a lot of variables in the experiment that are very interesting to follow. So have fun with this process and, and use it as an introduction to medieval alchemy and how it was practiced.